שיורים על תשובה, וסייר, תשפ"א. תשפ"א. תשובה, the idea that you could do תשובה, the idea that you could sort of repent and gain divine, appro- divine approval is a very comforting notion, but not an obvious one. And it's hard to know what we mean when we say tshuva. The Rambam, in the beginning of the second parak, says that there is such a thing, we would call it tshuva gemura. There is a thing called, let me just move this around here. It's something called tshuva gemura, a more perfect kind of tshuva, which I guess, according to the Rambam, means that there's a less perfect, kind of tshuva. And I would imagine that the less perfect kind of tshuva is the kind of tshuva that most of us manage to conjure up. Uh, it's very hard uh, to change your the way you are. It's very hard to turn yourself into a more perfect person for a variety of reasons. One of them, of course, is that we, most people, like the way they are. And even when others find them oppressive, they still can maintain that they um, they like themselves. So the first problem with tshuva is finding the avera, finding the transgression, to find it. I mean, you can't do tshuva unless you have something to do tshuva about. And that about is called is called the transgression. Now, what, what do I mean when I say uh, it's hard to find the transgression? Well, uh, what I mean is that people tend to minimize the unsavory parts of their own personality. People tend to say, well, I didn't mean it, I didn't do it, it wasn't me, it was somebody else. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't properly informed. I mean, all of these things are said by people in order to cut down the force of the transgression that they did. And people think, I suppose, that if you can do that, then Bashamayim, in heaven, God will summon say, oh, 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 that's what it is. It's just really not that important. Besides which, we have the problem of shikicha. Shikicha means forgetfulness. You know, we have this uh, wondrous capacity to forget. I mean, there are some people who have remarkable memories and are able to remember uh, many things. There are always people like that. They like point to them. We could point to Torah. There are people who remember, seem to remember everything. But for most people, and even for those people, I don't want to get involved in that, but for most people, forgetting is regular. And remembering is extraordinary. So that besides the first problem that we talked about where people tend to minimize their transgression, there's another problem. And that problem is that we tend to forget 
what we've done, especially we don't want to really remember it so well. We don't want to be that person, the person who did it. So we have this wondrous capacity that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us called shikha, called forgetness. And we know that there are times when the Torah thinks you shouldn't forget. So they have to create a contrivance. Well, let's say Amalek. Uh, the Torah says, don't forget Amalek. Don't forget what they did. And so the Torah says, well, how long does it take to forget? And they say, years and within the year. You have to somehow remind yourself of Amalek. How do we do that? Well, we read the portion in the Torah. We usually do it before Purim, but we could do it any time during that year. In, in, in other words, we have a problem with tshuva, and that problem with tshuva is that we are, we forget. We forget what we did wrong, and if we forget what we did wrong, then how can we do tshuva? Have we ever do tshuva? That may be the answer I think I've mentioned. That may be the answer to the question of why we say so many al on Yom Kippur, like that. We say, we did this sin, and we did that sin, and we did the other sin, even though we don't have any recollection of doing most of those sins. So we say the, what's called the Al-Chet HaKatsar, Ashamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, you know, the alphabetical one which we actually sing sometimes. You know, it was a cartoon that people got attached to. Can you imagine confessing to God about all the Averis that you did all the transgressions and singing the confession as though it was a, a ditty. I don't know. Sometimes strange things happen with Minhagim. Not that you can't explain it away somehow or other, but to me it seems nevertheless a little strange. So why do we say all those al Why do we say that and we like, clap on our hearts? Well, I think it's because we're sort of saying I want to be covered. I don't know if I did any of these transgressions, but I might have, and I might have forgotten. So let me at least uh, say a kind of a vidui, a confession, which would include all the others that I might have done. Right? So that's what I do. On Yom HaKippurim, I say, Hashamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, I say it again and again and again in the hope that Whatever should be mentioned has been mentioned. Even though I don't think that I've done all those transgressions, but I've done, I might have done some of them, and I might have forgotten. So again, forgetting is is one of the things that stands in the way of doing tshuva, because you can't do tshuva if you don't remember. You can't do tshuva if you have excuses, right? The first thing we spoke about, you can't do tshuva if you have excuses, about what you've done or haven't done. So here we are in the parish of Nitzavim. It was last last week's parish. Well, not last week, two weeks ago, the parish, which contains the parashat Chuva. The, the parashat Chuva begins with the following. When all the things that are could have happened to you, happened in the parish of Kitavo. The good things if you do good and the bad things if you do bad. The Pasuk says, 
בכל הגויים אשר האלה הברכה והקללה אשר נתתי לפניך. It's a reference back to Parshat Kitavo, the blessings and the curse that you will get. Asher natati lifanecha, which I have given to you, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, Vashivota libavcha bekol agayim asher idichacha Hashem alukecha shava vashivota. And you will return, like it's a guarantee that whatever tshuva is, you're guaranteed the tshuva. One more pasuk, it says, Vashavta ad Hashem elokecha. And you will return to God. Vishamata bikolo kiranoch mitzavcha hayom. And you return to God with, as I've commanded you. Vishavta ad Hashem elokecha. You'll go back. You'll, you'll definitely not just change the way you are, but the pasuk insists that you that tshuva is about coming back to God. We imagine ourselves sometimes standing before God, sometimes doing other things. I mean we can easily imagine that. We can easily imagine that. So God promises Vishapta Adashem even though it may be difficult. Difficult to imagine. It may be hard for me to understand how you could do it. How you could do Vishapta Adashem Elokecha, right? Nevertheless, it, there's a promise in the Torah that you can do it. And that's the Parshat Tshuva that continues to describe the goodness of Tshuva, the fact that Tshuva will enable us to come back to Eretz Israel, the fact that Tshuva will enable us to be the nation under God, so to speak. All of that is in the Parsha of Tshuva. If we go to, if we read on to Pasuk 11, Pasuk 11 is like a new start. But maybe to the same old topic, the Pasuk 11 says, Ki ha-mitzvah azot, asher anoch mitzvahcha ayom, lo nefleti mimcha, velo rechoka, velo rechoka hi. Ki ha-mitzvah azot, it starts in the middle, like all, like Sukim generally do, since this mitzvah, since, singular mitzvah. What could the Torah be talking about? Ki ha-mitzvah So there is a difference of opinion amongst the Rishonim, but I would like to mention the Ramban. The Ramban says ki ha-mitzvah hazot. Ki ha-mitzvah is the mitzvah of tshuvah, the mitzvah that we just spoke about. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that mitzvah that we just spoke about, the mitzvah of tshuva is accessible. You can do it. You will make it. There's a promise that you'll be able to do the tshuva. Why do we need a promise? A separate promise, I'll be able to do tshuva. I have a promise that I'm going to be able to eat a matzah. I don't have a promise that I'll be able to shake a lulav. I mean, those are things that people can do. There's no, you don't need a promise. This mitzvah, the mitzvah of, of, of tshuva, according to the Ramban, the, right? I'm commanding you to do this mitzvah today. And it's possible. It's not beyond you. It's not far away from you. It's something that you can do. 
So HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises us that we will be able to do tshuva, right? Lo b'shamayim hi lemomi halelano shamayim it's not in heaven. And we do, we're going to say, who's going to go up to heaven to get this mitzvah? The mitzvah, according to the Ramban, is tshuva. Yashmi'enu ota v'natsena. In other words, people look upon the mitzvah of tshuva, according to the pasuk. They look upon the mitzvah of tshuva and say, it's too difficult. How are we going to do that? Well, what's so difficult about it? What is it about this mitzvah? which is promised to us. We're going to be able to do the mitzvah. We're going to be able to live up to the mitzvah, all of that. Why is it, why would anybody say it's difficult? Why would anybody say you can't, you can't do it? Why would that be a, uh, why would that be a condition? So I w- would like to read a little bit of Rav Nachman on this question. Rav Nachman in Likutei Moharan, this famous work, the first part, Torah Vav, paragraph Gimel, paragraph Gimel. Rav Nachman says this. Let's read together. V'tzarich lechos tamid b'midata tshuva. Heading. According to Rav Nachman, you've got to hold on to tshuva all the time. You've always got to hold on to tshuva. What's the Rav? What is he talking about? Tshuva, if you remember the Rambam, tshuva is what you do if you've done a transgression. The tshuva doesn't obligate you to do a transgression. What do you mean you have to hold on to tshuva all the time? It's not clear. It's not clear at all. What the what the uh, what Rav Nachman is referring to, but we'll get it if we go along. If we read another, just another few lines. So he says, "Kimi and he quotes a pasuk in Mishlei Zikiti Libi, Taharti Michatati. He says, "Who could say that I'm pure? Zikiti Libi, my heart is pure. Taharti." Uh, Mechatati. I am Tahor. I am clean. Who can say? Who can say that? Well, I mean, okay, I don't know who could say that, but what's it got to do with what we're talking about? Again, Rav Nachman says, We know that that's part of the vidui that you say on Yom Kippuri. Chatati, I sin. Aviti, I sin. Pashati, I sin. Right? Why you need three words to say I sinned is a question that you should think about. But he says, Afilu You can't. Who could say a thing like who could say? I purified myself. I've cleansed myself. I'm, I'm the way I would have liked to be. Who could say that? Who who's the person that doesn't have a pniya? He says that's the word that he used. Pniya. Who is the person that doesn't have a, an underlying uh, um, thought that runs contrary to purity? It, 
אפילו אי אפשר לומר דבר לבב בלי פנימיה. And so, if we skip the parentheses, Nimtza, the, the Rav Nachman comes to the conclusion that it comes up with, a, with this remarkable idea I mean, I, I, I will read a little bit, but uh, I will try to explain it to you. Uh, I'll try to explain it to you. Here. Nimtza shetzarich lasot tshuva ala tshuva rishona halna al chatati aviti pashati shamar ki alav neemar besvatav kabduni He comes up with this remarkable idea. I think he's not the first, but it was his remarkable idea of tshuva al ha-tshuva. Uh, what is tshuva al ha-tshuva? You do tshuva, you repent, on the repentance. He says, when you, when you go to repent, Rav Nachman says, when you go to repent, you, uh, you have a certain idea in your head. You did something wrong. And so you're going to straighten it out somehow. How are you going to straighten it out? You're going to go through the process of repentance that the Rambam taught us. Not only the Rambam, but the Rambam summarized it in a nice way. You have to admit your guilt. You have to accept that in the future you're not going to repeat it, the guilt again. And you have to do this... Confession. You have to have a confession. Say it out loud. Say it properly so everybody can hear hear what you're saying. What is tshuva al hatshuva? I mean, that's what you have to do. The Rambam told us exactly what we have to do. Uh, what is the Rav Nachman talking about? So Rav Nachman looks at tshuva as being dynamic, as opposed to the Rambam who looks at tshuva as being static. Let's go back to the Rambam. The Rambam says, look, you have a problem. You have a problem. You have a growth on your back. So what do you have to do? To get rid of it. You go to a surgeon, he cuts it out, and then you don't have it anymore. I mean, that's no guarantee that you won't have a growth someplace else later on, but it's, it's the best you could do at the moment. It's the best you could do at the moment. And right now, at that particular moment, You, you've done it. You've received a kind of absolution from heaven. You are no longer guilty. How this all works is hard to say. But we seem to be confident that there is such a possibility that you get, you, you are able to push off or to deny the punishment that you might have gotten in favor of the tshuva that you are doing. But there's a, a law comes from Nachman, and he says, no, he says, you don't understand tshuva is dynamic. It moves. And we saw before in the pasuk that tshuva is about coming close to God. You do tshuva, you come closer to God. 
right? If you don't do, if you do a Beiris, you go farther away from God. What does that mean? Why do we use the metaphor of closer to God and further away from God? Because, because I would say that coming closer to God, coming to closer to God is an awareness that you have which obligates you, which obligates you to do the mitzvot, which obligates you. I mean, it's like closeness and obligation are very much the same. The person who is close to, a, to God feels the obligation. And the person who's far away from God uh, feels the obligation less. So, what does it mean to say that you're doing tshuva? I mean, what is it that you're doing exactly? Well, you're reorienting the world that you live in. Before the world you lived in had other things that concerned you. Right, whether it was sports or it was theater or it was you know, whatever, whatever it was that that concerned you, besides your position before God, Shuva says, "Let me think about myself before God, and if I think of myself before God, then the Aveira becomes more serious. I didn't just do an Aveira; was not the Boy Scout manual." that I was denying, but I was uh, I was somehow uh, denying God's demand. God said, do this or avoid that. And I said, what difference does it make? I mean, I can do it. I can get away with it. I'll do tshuva. I'll do tshuva. That's against the Mishnah, I know. So tshuva is dynamic. Even the lower level of tshuva, the lower level, a person who's not so aware of his relationship with God, even that tshuva will move him a little bit closer to God. That's what, that's what tshuva is. That's what tshuva is, but the awareness that he's closer to God creates a new awareness about the transgression that he did. In, 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 in other words, if you're far away and God said, do this or do that, or avoid this or avoid that, so we say, okay, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best and uh, I'm sure that God will be forgiving. But as I do tshuva, I come closer I come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I see that the transgression was much more serious because I connect my transgression to a lack of a lack of concern about the divine command. And if I have a lack of concern about the divine, of the divine uh, command, then how much tshuva could I do? What can I say? Okay, I'll do it again. It's like the Boy Scout manual. But what happens, according to Rav Nachman, to the person who does tshuva, even at a lower level, it kind of moves him along that, that line. And suddenly he finds himself closer to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. not too close, but closer. 
And closer to HaKadosh Baruch means a more serious understanding of the transgression. So with a more serious transgression of uh, uh, understanding of the transgression, Rabbi Nachman says, You have to do tshuva again because the first time you did tshuva, you didn't know what the Avera was at all. And now you know more about the Avera. So kia mitzvah hazot in the Pasuk. This mitzvah is different than all other mitzvot. Because every other mitzvah says if you do it, you've done it. You don't have to do it again. Whereas the mitzvah of tshuva says if you've done it, you better do it again. Because the one thing you know, having done it, is that you haven't done it properly. And so the person who does tshuva, did a little tshuva, but his eyes are open wide. And he says, hmm, I, I didn't realize how profound the Avera was. I better do tshuva again on the profound transgression." that I missed out on, that I mis- made a mistake about. That's what Rav Nachman, what Rav Nachman says, so the Rambam, Rambam held it was kind of linear. You did an Avera, do Tshuva. Here's the Tshuva that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, I won't do it again. You're supposed to confess. That's the Rambam. And then you're finished. Then you are finished. Rav Nachman said, if you've done it, if you've done tshuva, it's just the beginning. Tshuva is a never-ending opportunity and process. And that opportunity is coming close to HaKadosh Baruch being with the one who demanded of you this mitzvah, this uh, command, and this transgression. So the Nachman said, you have to understand. There's tshuva of a tshuva. So if you ask me, Rav Nachman said, do I have to do tshuva on something that I did tshuva on last year? So the answer for Rav Nachman would be, of course you do. Because it's not the same tshuva. It's kind of reusing the transgression for greater good. And he makes the transgression into a wondrous uh, or tshuva from the transgression into a wondrous a wondrous event uh, I wish you all a gemar chasimatova all the best uh, remember tshuva and vidui are the essence of the day and that's what we have to try we have to try to make part of our lives all the best